Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. You know, has had dinner with Jay-Z before. It's like, why isn't this something you brought up in these whole mentorship meetings? What's up? What's good? And happy Friday. Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily. This podcast is brought to you by the good people over at Hip Hop DX. And here's where we keep you updated on everything that's going down in hip hop music culture. I'm one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, A-Dub. It is Friday. We got big weekend energy going on right now. Big Sean is officially released from Good Music Records, and he decided to celebrate by putting out a new EP with Hit Boy. And speaking of record labels, Meek Mill is complaining about not being being paid from his record label. However, Drewski is here to save the day, okay? Also, a Rakim, KRS-One, and Slick Rick concert had to be canceled due to fans not wanting to get the COVID-19 vaccine. Nas is out here releasing a new documentary. Roddy Rich is starring in a new movie with Sway Lee and Chris Paul. It's a lot going on heading into this weekend, okay? But before we get down to all of it, gotta say, make sure you follow the podcast. Hit that follow button right now on whichever app you're on. I don't care if it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, whatever app you're on. Just make sure you follow us, all right? Now let's get down to it. Okay, let's start off with Sean Don, because he has been in a real festive mood lately, okay? He's been talking to us more than he's ever talked to us, tweeting at us all day, dropping new music, giving us updates on his life. Like, Sean is in his mode right now, and we just found out that he's been released from good music. Yeah, so today he dropped a new EP with Hit Boy, and he took to Twitter and said, by the way, this the first project where I'm on my own label as well. No more little dog-ish, I bossed up. Hashtag Dawn Life. We love a boss up moment now. Come on, Big Sean. Congrats on that. And he's been vocal in the past about not being satisfied with what's happening with him at Good Music. It's always come from a respectful place, but he's just like, yo, I need more. Like, it's time for me to do better. It's time for me to get a bigger piece of this pie. He just wanted to be more in control of his career and his music. And now he's finally getting that opportunity. So that's a major milestone for him. Yeah, very major. And I think it's about time. Like, I always consider Big Sean kind of like in his own lane, like his own type of like boss in a way. So it kind of makes sense for him not to really be on anybody else label right now. Like for him to be doing his own thing. That makes sense to me. I would thought this would have happened sooner. Right. Yeah. At a certain point, it's just like your career has been launched. You're doing your own thing. You're self-sufficient. It's not like Kanye's there in the studio with you producing every album, overseeing every rollout and being super duper hands on. So if that's not the case, then what are you getting from the label? 
what's ha- what's the point of it? So that uh, does make total sense for him to be on his own now. And he is celebrating in a major way. So he decided to drop off a new EP on us with Hit Boy. And this one is called What You Expect, Five Tracks. First of all, we already know the energy that Hit Boy and Big Sean have together when they make music. Like, kind of before the whole Nas Hit Boy thing, it was Big Sean and Hit Boy. So we just understand the synergy that they already have. So this was perfect, a perfect way for Sean to step out on his own and be like, hey, look, I'm here by myself. It's me, Don Life. What's up? And when a fan jumped in and kind of responded to the good music breakup thing, Sean was like, that's a forever brotherhood. But business wise, I had to start getting a bigger cut. I worked my way out that deal. I know that's right, Big Sean. (laughs) Speak on it. Speak on it. Because people don't understand, like, just because it's Kanye West or it's whatever label it may be, just because it's Def Jam, just because it's whatever label, it's like that doesn't mean that you can't step out beyond that or that you can't grow beyond that. Because most people would be like, Kanye West, shoot, why wouldn't he want to be signed to Kanye? And it's like, okay, That's great in the beginning when you're just getting started. You're just getting your feet off the ground with your career. But when you grow beyond a certain point, it's just like, all right, now it's time to do your own thing. So I'm glad he showed that it can be – you can move on without it being beef. Like he's saying Kanye's still his bro. That's still a – there's still respect there. But at the end of the day, it ain't working out. (laughs) I'm here for that. Right. And it's also interesting to uh, put that he also said, I also really miss the brotherhood. I used to have a good music. I don't know what happened. Guess those the good old days. It's all love, but we used to really be clicked up. So clearly just maybe just time has passed. People go different directions and that's normal, but I'm I'm glad that he like spoke on it though. (laughs) I like that little wordplay slash (laughs) light shade he threw in there too. Like guess those were the good old days, if you know what I mean. Right. That, that was cute. That was cute or whatever. But I do enjoy the transparency of that as well. Like, OK, just because I'm not on your label anymore, you don't have control over me doesn't mean we can't be cool or we can't be bros. So let's take it back to those good old days. Maybe, you know, maybe Kanye is just not in that place anymore. And maybe it, it will never be back tight. But I hope it will. I hope they'll still do music together, too, because that was a great duo. We got some of Sean's best music from Kanye. Yeah, we really did, so. But yeah, Sean is still signed to Def Jam Recordings, but now he's releasing music under FF to Def Entertainment, um, which is his own imprint. So go off, Big Sean. Mm -hmm, We love to see it. We really do. Now, speaking of labels, conversely, Meek Mill is not doing so well in that department. He's having some frustrations with his label earlier this week, and he's been accusing them of not giving him the money that he's earned throughout his career. He said that he hasn't made any money off his music. Now, that was flabbergasting to me. I was really just so taken aback by that because I'm like, Meek Mill? Like, business talk, mogul talk, Meek Mill? hangs around billionaires, Meek Mill, like Jay-Z is your mentor, Meek Mill. How how are you not getting paid off your music? Like I was really taken aback by that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get that either. Like that's kind of shocking to me because like you said, you think Meek Mill, this big businessman, he's doing all these big business deals, but you're not getting paid from your own music? Like how'd that slide? Yeah, that one was crazy. And he was like, ask the labels, ask how much they spend on me, ask how much this. So it sounds like he's been being mistreated at these labels for years and it's like well how 
haven't we rectified that or how is this just coming out did he just find this out like what's been going on i really that's another a deep dive a, a case we need to get into here at dx daily like what's going on with meek mills contracts because that one was really crazy to me like i just feel like at these you know the the conversation about the five hundred thousand dollars or dinner with jay-z Oh, yeah. <laughs> people on Twitter was bringing it to everyone's attention. Like Meek Mill has had dinner with Jay-Z before. It's like, why isn't this something you brought up in these whole mentorship meetings? Like <laughs> ask for some contract advice from the goat. If you're going to be, you know, uh, gallivanting with him uh, around town and things like, and things of that nature. Like why, why isn't this something that was discussed? And, you know, he signed to Atlantic and his management is Rock Nation. So I feel like, of course, that should be something that's discussed. And I don't know, like, is the anger directed at Atlantic? Is it directed at MMG, which he's also signed to? Is it well, he said label? I mean, Rock Nation is a label, too, but he signed to Rock Nation management. So it's tricky to even identify who he was talking about in these tweets when he uh, started ranting about this so it's just a confusing situation all around yeah definitely confusing because so many things come into play about that like is it your management is it the label is it your you know of all these other sub deals that you have who are you not getting paid from is the question about right. whatever so since you're being so forthcoming on in these tweets let us know uh what specific label you're talking about is it beef with ross is it with atlantic is it with Rock Nation? Let us know, Meek. Let us know. Now, <laughs> Drewski got wind of this, and he decided to come in and save the day with a little offer for Meek. He said, come to Coulda Been Records where we will show you how much money we are stealing from you in response to Meek's tweets. <laughs> now, I'm putting the applause on this, not because I'm glad Meek Mill is getting his money taken from him. Not at all. We don't respect that. We don't condone that. But Drewski is hilarious. That <laughs> that man, top tier comedy at every turn. I tell you, man, Drewski. I think he just like understands humans on another level, and I think he understands comedic timing on another level because the, even the whole concept of could have been records, it's like a satirical play on the music industry of today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> literally it's him telling telling people up front like we're going to jerk you over and it's so like ha 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 that's funny like it's crazy but then it's not really crazy because that's actually what happens at the music labels minus them telling you but they are showing you at every turn that they're going to mess you over they're going to take your money you're going to get the smallest portion of the pie we're going to get 99% of what you make and you're going to get 1% and like it's cool but when Drewski blatantly says it, it's just hilarious because it's like that's what actually happens. So shout out to Drewski for just being hilarious and a beacon of truth. And he's like looking, he's like holding up a mirror to society, honestly, with his humor. Yeah, pretty much. So and we need that. So, yeah, big shout out to Drewski for just keeping it real. For real. For sure. <laughs> could have been records. I'm trying to get a record deal, man. I'm trying to get signed. It could have been. I can't really rap like that. So I feel like it's cool if you take most of the money because honestly like you know my rap skills ain't all the way up there but right. i am looking to get signed to could have been so drewski hit me up yeah hit up agent sky we need to check one of his lives next time and see if we can go live with him oh and yeah for sure yeah we're yeah. gonna be on that <laughs> okay now let's talk about this rakim krs1 and slick rick concert because you know those are hip-hop legends you think that's a high in demand show people are gonna want to go to especially all the hip-hop heads 
Well, this concert had to get canceled because these fans were refusing to get the COVID-19 vaccine. Yeah, as we've seen a lot of concerts uh, come about, a lot of them require, well, the venue is requiring that people who come either have uh, vaccination cards or they have a negative COVID test result. And the ones that I've been to, Asian, I feel like you've been to the same ones that kind of require something. I've known people to fake these things and they gotten in or they actually just hmm. go ahead and get the uh, COVID test or the vaccine. So it's interesting to see, like, I would think this older crowd of Rakim, KRS1, Slick Rick, the older people are really making a thing of like, oh, we don't want to get vaccinated compared to like maybe younger crowds that are. That's how I'm kind of reading it as. Yeah, but. you know, that's the host hep generation right there. You know, they was born in the 70s and 80s. All right. They seen the crack era. They seen all of the nefarious government plots. They are not taking that vaccine. They don't know what's in it. They not trusting the government. I Low key, you could have, you should have, and could have expected this one. Honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, because that is the main generation that is not trusting of the government. I mean, granted, most of us don't, but we trusted enough to know, like, all right, FDA approved. They're giving this out nationwide. Like, it makes sense. That is pretty safe to take. But them, mm-hmm. they probably like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I seen it all, man. I'm not, I'm not taking that vaccine. The conspiracy yeah. theorist. Uh, the conspiracy theories from the 70s, 80s, 90s run rampant. So I'm kind of not surprised at this now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, same here. Like, yeah, kind of interesting, but they kind of missed it on that bag too, having to cancel it because of people not wanting to get vaccinated, which is also kind of crazy, but they'll yeah. be okay. I feel like Rakim and them. Yeah, facts. Yeah. Now, also, we got some new documentaries, new movies on the way. Like, we spoke about this a few episodes, rappers and artists in film right now. That is the thing. That's always been a thing, but it's really having a resurgence right now. So many different artists are getting involved in different movies, whether it be documentaries, whether it be dramas, comedies, animated films, like so many of these artists are deciding to jump into that film world right now. And this one is no newcomer to it. Nas is actually putting out a new documentary. Yes, another one. Another one for Nas. Now, you know, Belly is one of my favorite movies of all time. So I'm already like any movie Nas is in. I don't care if it's documentary. I don't care if it's a fictional piece. I don't care what it is. I'm automatically going to be tuning in. And this latest doc is actually going to be about a legendary hip hop show that paved the way for kind of all of the hip hop TV shows we've seen in our day. It's about Video Music Box, which was kind of the first show ever to premiere rap music videos like this is even before yo mtv rap so this is major yeah definitely major and i'm kind of interested to see how they release it in the documentary because this is the first time of me hearing about video music box so i'm definitely going to be learning something from this documentary and i think it's dope that we have a documentary about it compared to like we have the yo mtv raps we know about that we have rap city we have you know the basement we have one system park and everything like that so for a new one to learn about I think that's dope or shed, shed light on I would say yeah exactly and it's there's a lot of people of the generation of this generation that don't know about video music box and a lot that don't even know about yo mtv rap so it's good to kind of get that flashback and teach people the history like this is in the fabric of hip-hop this paved the way for all of those shows that you just named so People do need to know about this show and its impact. There's going to be tons of never-before-seen footage from the series, and it's just going to explore the series' impact on hip-hop culture in general. 
And, you know, the co-creator of Video Music Box is Uncle Ralph or Ralph McDaniels. And um, it'll show the show's historic run through the 80s and 90s. And Ralph McDaniels also directed classic videos like Wu-Tang Clan's Cream, Nas, It Ain't Hard to Tell. So he's got his hands in so many different facets of hip-hop coming up in the 80s and 90s. And it's just going to be amazing to see that all displayed for everyone to see. So I am very excited about this. Yeah, same here. And with Nas uh, being in the director's chair for this, you know that's going to be good too. Right. We got a hip-hop legend. Um, also the series kind of shows the rise of people like Jay-Z, like Tupac, Notorious B.I.G., Run DMC, Wu-Tang, LL Cool J. So like, it's, it's a part of that story. Like when you think of the history of hip hop, the birth of hip hop and its inception, all of that plays a part in it. Video music box plays a part. Yo MTV raps plays a part. All of those early shows play a part in it. So, uh, to see that history, that's going to be dope. That's going to be fire. And, you know, uh, with Nas being involved, you know, he is a seasoned movie vet um, from Belly, like I just named, Into Deep, Monster. He had his own uh, documentary, of course, if you remember Time is Elmatic, uh, the twenty the 20th anniversary film for Elmatic. So Nas knows what he's doing when he comes to the movie. So I'm not worried about this being good. I- I'm pretty sure it's going to be great. Yep, and it comes out on Showtime on December 3rd, so... Okay, and speaking of movies and rappers and artists being in movies, we got some more coming, too. So there's this new sneakerhead movie coming out, and Roddy Rich is going to be in it. Sway Lee, Ella May, and Chris Paul. What a lineup. I'm so happy to see this, man. So they are going to be voicing characters in this upcoming film. It's an animated film which is a a lot of what people have been delving into as well. A lot of these artists is going to be called Sneaks and Larry Fishburne, Lawrence Fishburne is going to be in the movie as well. So you have a seasoned actor, also Macy Gray, another seasoned actor and artist. So this lineup is just looking real classic-ish to me. Yeah, same here. This is some pretty big names and it's like big names that are not always in like, are not always chosen for like animated movie voices and things like that. So you know how usually sometimes people get cast over and over again. This is like a different, fresh lineup to hear from. Right. So the plot of the story is it's going to be following a pair of misplaced sneakers. They get lost in New York City and they have to find their way back to their soulmates. You know, if you see what they did there. Now, Roddy Rich is going to be playing a mysterious forger. Meanwhile, Sway Lee is going to be playing a gifted young athlete. Chris Paul will be playing himself. Ella May will be the charming Oxford. And Macy Gray will be an elegant stiletto. And meanwhile, Loris Fishburne will be an evil collector. I like those character role attributions, too. Yes, me too. Now, Fishburne will also uh, produce the movie. Meanwhile, Rob Edwards is going to write the script and direct it. So another another hip-hop-based classic thing on the way because sneaker culture and hip-hop culture go hand-in-hand. As we know, sneakers are a part of the fabric of hip-hop culture. So this makes sense. Why wouldn't you get a Roddy Rich? Um, someone who's one of the hottest people in hip-hop right now. Why wouldn't you get LMA? Why wouldn't you get Lawrence Fishburne, who we've seen in classic movies of the hip-hop culture? Like, Boys in the Hood, we love that. That is a part of hip-hop culture. So it just makes sense all around. Kudos to whoever's thinking up these concepts. 
lastly, it is Friday. So, you know, we got to get into some new music Friday releases. What we got? What, what came out today? A couple of albums came out today. You got Mick Jenkins. He dropped Elephant in the Room. Has been a long time since I heard from Mick Jenkins. So glad to see he got something out. Mm-hmm. We also got uh, Uno the Activist put Universe 3 out. Yes. Um, Kevin Ross did Drive 2. Of, cur- of course, Currency and Harry Fraud got Regatta out. Oops. Clapping it up because Currency puts out an album every week. No one works <laughs> harder than this man. I mean, the music is just, it never stops. It never stops rolling. I have so much respect for Currency's work ethic. And then anytime he teams up with Harry Fraud, it's a vibe. Like, those two go together, like, Big Sean and Hit Boy, like, Nas and Hit Boy, like, Jay and Kanye. <laughs> like, it's just the dynamic duo right there. I'm still um, listening to the um, the Outrunners. So, big up to Currency. And the ladies are also representing this Friday. Young Miami put out a new song called Rap Freaks. Young Miami has been being real raunchy on her Instagram page. So I guess this has been in preparation for Rap Freaks. So that's the new song from her. And then another one, the hot girl. She came out with something for the hotties, Megan Thee Stallion. Um, She's given us a couple tunes from the archives. And yeah, it's called Something for the Hotties from the archives. So one time for her too. Because the work ethic is there, okay? (laughs) Yeah, I still haven't had a chance to listen to that yet, but I will be today, later on today. So we'll come back with a review of all of that new music. Um, Have you gotten a chance to listen to any of these yet? I've heard the rap freaks because, like, everybody is talking about it because, you know, this is a song where Young Miami is, like, not calling out the rappers, but, like, kind of, like, saying what she would do with some rappers, like mm. sexual intercourse all throughout the song. So that's her main thing. So I've heard that one for sure. Is that why that video was going viral where uh, somebody asked her little baby or the baby and she, she made the train noise was like, choo, choo. Is that yeah, why that was going viral? I think so. Cause yeah, she did mention it. She was like, she wants both of them in the song. Wow. So. <laughs> okay. Young Miami. We are going to end on that out of control, out of pocket. that is going to conclude today's episode of dx daily as always subscribe to this podcast on all platforms wherever you're listening to us at right now click that follow button and hit up three friends and tell them about the podcast tell them to follow it okay we thank you we thank you for spreading the word of dx daily also subscribe to our youtube channel which is hip-hop dx and be sure to follow us on all of our socials like our instagram our twitter and our tiktok at hip-hop dx yep you can follow us too i am at asia sky on all platforms and i'm at a dub on everything too have a good weekend and we will see you on monday with more daily news see ya